Welcome to Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Your hosts, B&M General Manager Kevin Jean and Daiwa Ranger Pro Staffer Steve Graff will keep you up to date on what's happening on the best lakes in the Arklatex region. With a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bib, two guys who have fished at a high level with Pro-Am experience with ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers with a wealth of knowledge and willing to share. So pull up a chair kick back and see why so many anglers watch tackle talk live here are your hosts kevin jean and steve graff hello everybody welcome to tackle talk live i'm ranger diver pro staffer steve graff along with VM general manager kevin jean right here and running the board behind the camera you can't see him there's a reason why he's not on camera <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a good-looking beard. He's a good-looking young man. He's in former. He's now a Northwestern State graduate and a working man. He's in the real world. James Stanfield running the board, producing this show. We appreciate you, James. We have two special guests today. And again, if you want to know what's going on in Rayburn Toledo Bend, there ain't no better place to find out than right here. We're going to tell you, and we've got the best of the best today. We got Michael Neal, Kevin. Yeah, I mean the winner. <clears throat> Pro circuit, pro circuit champion from this past weekend. Uh, championship day, weight zeroed, weighed in a little over 26 pounds yeah, on championship yeah. day. Uh, most of them caught on live scope. So it's going to be interesting to hear Michael break down how he caught them. Uh, I know after they weighed in um, on the second day, he said the fish were kind of, he, he, he had figured it out. Um, at towards the end of the day, the fish, right. were, how the fish were setting up in the drains, right? Um, and it's going to be interesting to hear kind of how he broke it down and and you know how he figured these things out because I mean twenty six pounds on the last day he figured something out. Yeah, exactly. And we got we've got to give a shout out to Randy Despino, was in that tournament, was right there yep. at the very end, had a great final day, finished up in third place overall. Randy, congratulations, man. We are so proud of you, bud. Yes. And uh, you did a great job. Randy, Randy went shallow. He did. He stayed he did. shallow pretty much the whole time, and he, throwing a trap and a chatterbait. He he knew it was going to be a player, and he he told me he said I committed to it and I stayed with it. Yeah. He said, you know, I knew the weather was going to warm up. I knew those fish was going to be coming. And, yep. They and, came uh, to hats him. Hats off to Randy. He stuck with it, and they did. They came to him. You yeah. know. So yeah. and, and he basically on the final day he just caught little smaller fish than what he'd been catching. Still and, finished uh, third. I mean, yeah, still got third. So uh, again, job six, well done. Sixteen pounds in a single tournament. There's nothing to hang your head up but steve this is the week this is the big one we've been talking about yeah. since last july right. the brandon belt tournament is this week sam rayburn team tournament the largest team tournament in the united states first yeah. place yeah. is a hundred thousand dollars uh steve, people from all over the country here i have been looking forward to this tournament for a long time <laughs> but i will the be the first one to admit <laughs> I'm not as excited yeah. about it. Um, yeah, you have fun with that. Thursday morning, <laughs> 39, 40 degrees, what I'm seeing right now, and 100% chance of rain, um, 15 mile an hour winds. That, eh. well, the best advice I can give you, Kevin, dress right. <laughs> That's all I can I'm tell dressing you. right. I'm, we're, I'm making Cooper. We're taking Justin Cooper's boat. 
I might, I might clean out a rod box, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to hey, lie. I want to get down in there, brother. It's going to be a little cool. But uh, also, we've got Tater Reynolds. Tater Reynolds, uh, him and uh, George Jean Jr. won a tournament uh, with over 28 pounds this past week. Right at 29. Is 28.9? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some studs came in with them. And uh, two great guys right there. I know George Jean, of course. I know you know George. But a uh, great angler. George does really well this time of year, especially on Toledo Bend. He's one of the guys. He backs his boat in the water in February. You better look out because he's he's one of the guys to beat. But they get, they did a great job this weekend. We got Tater on in the second half and, of the and program. And Steve, we've got two two big tournaments coming up until you've been. I know yep. we've been talking about Brandon Belt this weekend on San Rayburn. The BFL is this weekend on Toledo Bend yep. out of San Miguel. Then next weekend, Bass Champs coming to Toledo Bend. So yeah. we know everybody's wanting to start hearing a little bit about Toledo Bend. So not a better way than, than talk about a 29-pound stringer that just got caught. Hey, you can't beat that. And uh, we'll also t- we got a special announcement coming up for all you crappie guys. Yeah, we know we, well, we're about bass fishing on this program, but we're going to talk a little bit about you crappie guys today. There's a big event coming up on Red River. Stay tuned for that. We'll make sure we let you know what that is. And, and one more thing, Steve, before we jump into our break here, our commercial break, uh, I want to thoughts and prayers go out to – a uh, very close family of mine, the Tony family from Anacoca, Louisiana. Mr. Jack Tony passed away yesterday. Uh, it is my uncle's dad, Cole Moore, who we had on a few weeks ago. Yeah. It is his granddad. Uh, we are. I'm. I'm very close with the family. Uh, thoughts and prayers go out to them in, in this horrible, horrible time. Uh, Mr. Jack was a fisherman. Was around yeah. when when Toledo Bend was started. Right. And and you know and I talked to George Jean yesterday, and we were talking about Mr. Jack and how George's daddy, George Jean Senior. Yeah. And Mr. Jack kind of was you know one of the ones that first started fish Toledo Bend. So again, thoughts and prayers go out to the Tony family and uh, and in this week as they go through this tough time. And, and Kevin, you said something there that that it resonated with me. When you get a chance, you young guys, talk to those older guys that have seen it mm-hmm. from the beginning. You will learn so much from those guys about the history of Toledo Bend or any of our bodies of water. For instance, if you've got a grandpa that's been fishing in this region, talk to them about what it was like you know, back when they first got into bass fishing. You'll be amazed at the stories you'll hear. And uh, people like that, uh, don't take them for granted. Uh, they've got knowledge and experience that you just can't put a price on. So uh, make sure you talk to those people. I think it's very important. Uh, okay, so we're going to take our first break. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in. We'll be right back with more. We'll be back, hopefully, with Michael Neal when we return with more Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Ark and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat, 
boat, or maybe you just need to service the boat you have, let the boat shop fix you up. To learn more, call 318-402-0399 or go to ShreveportBoatShop.com. The next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, VM. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning in. Again, we're going to recognize some sponsors real quick. Toledo Health, the boat shop. Raymond Kidd and the gang up there at the boat shop. If you got any service work that needs to be done, any repairs, now, hey, right now, get it up there. Raymond Kidd will take care of you. 3J's 4-Way, home of Cypress and the Outdoors. John Abraham and the gang out there has got everything, especially a full line of V&M product. That anything you need to catch bass, crappie, whatever, uh, white perch, crappie, they're all the same. One of the same, different name, different, don't take no different baits, though. Same baits will catch you everything that you need right there at Cypress Knee Outdoors. And while you're there, got an awesome deli. <laughs> get some fried chicken, get you a burger. Uh, you'll, you'll thoroughly enjoy it. So, all right, Kevin, on the phone, we got the man, the myth, the legend himself. Probably the hottest angler hottest on the planet angler right now. In the, in a, definitely in America right now is Mike O'Neill. And uh, Michael actually said he's on the road coming out of uh, Brooklyn, Texas, over at Sam Rayburn, headed north to closer to our region, Kevin, up here. Headed, headed, Caney headed Lake. to Monroe. Bass Pro Tours practice starts this week. Uh, Michael, appreciate you coming on with us, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. It's a great week and looking forward to hopefully another great year. Absolutely. You're off to a heck of a start. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. for sure. Is that direct deposit you have <laughs> set up or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's going to be a hard, hard road to follow after last year and starting this way. So, just uh, I mean, momentum's a big deal, and I think more so in fishing than any other thing uh, that we do. And if you, when you're making the right decisions, you're making the right decisions, and when you're not, you're not. So I just got to ride this train while it's rolling the right direction. Right. Real, real quick, Michael, while I'm thinking about it, I just want to compliment you on your store right there at Chickamauga. I was there last spring. Uh, great place. You, you got a great location there, great store. Your, your your crew does a great job there, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm very fortunate to have a good staff to uh, take care of everything while I'm on the road so much. Michael, jumping straight into uh, Sam Rayburn, <clears throat> last week's tournament. Um, y'all And y'all had uh, you know a lot of different things thrown at y'all with the weather. Uh, let's before we get into the tournament, let's kind of talk practice. So you guys on the pro circuit now, you only have two days of practice, and that is not a whole lot of time um, when you're talking about a body of water like Sam Rayburn. So let's kind of talk to your practice, kind of take us through how you, uh, you know, how you went about practice and what you decided to look for. Yeah, I, I knew going into it that there wasn't um, a lot of grass, and I kind of wrote that off. I figured that was going to be areas of the lake you know your beach and five fingers and places like that that have been historically good with grass 
I figured those were going to be the most heavily populated with boats, and, and I wanted to stay away from that. Yeah. Um, I was going to kind of use that as a backup plan if I had to go do something during the tournament. I knew I could go in there and fish grass and, you know, maybe hopefully pluck a, a couple out of there. But I started out looking deep, and um, I never really – done that kind of offshore fishing pre-spawn uh everything i do back home is always post-spawn when you're graphing looking for them and uh i'd always heard about all the drains and the second day of practice uh, i started looking more heavily at the drains and started seeing some fish out you know 18 to 25 feet deep in them and uh decided that was going to be my game plan going forward now you said the fish was 18 25 foot deep uh michael how how deep of water was you in uh, well, I mean that's that's how deep they gotcha. were. They were most of them were just three to two to four feet off the bottom. Uh, gotcha. Some of them, some of them were on the bottom. If there was a piece of brush or a, an old washed-in piece of timber or whatever like that, some of those were on the bottom. But uh, things definitely started changing as the tournament went along. Now, Michael, we kind of skimmed over it, but I kind of want to back up here a little bit. The two-day practice deal. A fan of that? Uh, not happy with that? I mean, that's something that's new for you guys. I'm a fan of it. Um, Bass Pro Tour, that's what we've always had a day and yeah. like till three o'clock on the second day. Um, so I was comfortable with it going forward. And uh, I mean, I think I like it more because I find myself more and more every year fishing new water or new techniques or new patterns, whatever, as the tournament progresses. Yeah. Uh, places that I didn't even practice. Fishing, so, fishing uh, a moment. Fishing a moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. as long as you get a good game plan. And you can do that in two days, then you kind of got to uh, expand during the tournament. Okay. Michael, overall, day one was probably the best weights overall. Uh, I forget what place you were setting in uh, day one, but you had 1807. Uh, what place was you in? After? I'm trying to look here. Day fifth, one. Fifth place, yes. Yeah. Fifth, fifth place after day one with 1807. Uh, day two, you guys had a uh, could not go out, canceled because of wind. It was absolutely getting it. Probably the, a very, very good decision. Um, so day one and day two, and, and so the third day, which ended up being day two, you have fifteen oh two. Did that kind of go as planned as you those two days as you kind of thought and practiced the drains and and kind of finding them on the live scope? No, I, I really didn't think that I was going to catch that much weight. Um, the first day, I mean, I was looking for, I thought 12 pounds, I'd be doing pretty good. Catch 12 pounds, two days in a row, get a check and get out of here. Uh, I mean, Rayburn's always been, uh, been kind of hard for me. Last year was the only check I didn't get the whole season. And then I was there in the FLW tour back like 14 and, uh, had like a middle of the pack finish, but I was really, uh, fortunate to get a seven pound bite and a five pound bite that first day. And I mean, that was two thirds of my weight with two fish. So the other ones were just average of two pounds. And, and I, I started noticing that day in the afternoon that the fish seemed that they had left the centers of the drains and started going up more on the sides, up a little bit shallower. And then, of course, day two was canceled. And then the day three, that's when I started out deep again. And I didn't get a limit till 2 o'clock. And I stuck with it way too long looking back at it. Um, but in the last two hours of the day, I picked up a jerk bait and started going up on the, on the sides of the drains and then the backs of them where they started flattening out. And I had three good bites and cold all three, cold three fish out, came in with 15 pounds and took over the lead. Now, the big fish you caught, the eight, eight plus. Uh, what? No, that's, no, that's day three. The, yeah, day three. The, but my question is on that, was, was that a fish that – 
you spotted that fish with the live sonar? Yeah, there was a group of them. Um, that was a, a particular place where they were set up in the back of the drain. And uh, I'd already caught a couple, lost uh, my first bite I had that morning was probably around six pounds. It come up and jumped off, which gave me confidence just to stick with the jerk bait all day mm-hmm. and abandon the deeper pattern. And uh, But I caught that fish. There was, I don't know, five or six of them chasing my jerk bait at one time. And that was uh, luckily the one that got it. So on day one, you said you had the, you had eighteen pounds. You had a seven and a five, Michael. Was that was those you hadn't you hadn't noted you hadn't come on to the jerkbait deal yet? You said they were still out deeper. Are you catching those on a drop shot? Yeah, I was. Okay. So the first day it was really calm and slick. Yeah. In uh, practice, I caught a couple over the top of some brush piles and things um, on a jerkbait. One of them was a three pounder. The others were just you know solid keeper fish. Um, but yeah, it was a drop shot. I caught all five of them. I weighed the first day we're on it. Talk about your setup on your drop shot. I saw some different guys doing some totally opposite things. A couple of guys had seven pound test on another guy had 10 to 12 pound test on. How was your drop shot rig set up? All my spinning rods, I run 10 pound braid on. Um, mm-hmm. and then I just, I varied from the leader. I like a long rod when I'm fishing out there offshore, uh, just to maintain better hook sets and better control. So I use a seven foot six uh, Denali covert, and I was using ten pound uh, leader as well, ten okay. pound Sunline sniper. And I felt like the water color was not clear enough to where you'd have to go super light. Right. But with that ten pound braid, you can't go super heavy either. If I yeah. was going to go up past ten, I have to go up on my braid size. So right. Right. Um, that's just what I stick with. So the big day, day three, Michael Championship Day, weight zero. So everybody's at zero. So you you know you're going to have to have a good bag to win this. You, even though you were lead, leading the event going into Championship Day, all weights are zero. Nothing mattered. Yeah. Uh, you start the day out, and you said day two, you found them sides of the drains in the back of the drains, started catching them on the jerk bait. Uh, day three to start the day off, catch an eight pounder. Uh, well, I say start the day off a couple hours into the day, catch an eight pounder. And as you done allude to to Steve's question, there were several of them there. Are are you in these drains? Are you just are you trolling around looking for them? Are are you are you the Garmin Live Scope or Lawrence Active Target? This was the Active Target. Okay, so the Active Target. So are you are you just cast or are you on? I know it's online. You're just on your trolling motor. Are you just looking for them? Yeah, I mean, it, I caught, if I saw a piece of brush or fish was when I would make my cast. And right. if I didn't see anything, I, like I keep my trolling motor on six to eight, depending on the wind, but I'm not just trolling in a straight line. I'm holding it down, but I'm constantly panning left up the break a little bit, and I'm panning to the right down the break just a little bit and over the center of the drain to see if there's one suspended. So I'm constantly moving forward. But I'm kind of counteracting it with a little bit of left and a little bit of right, so I've not got that straightforward, fast speed movement. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, I mean, I, I, you know, not, I'm not saying you wouldn't have won it, but obviously the the live sonar, the the live the forward facing sonar, really was a huge player for you. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I think I would have still caught some fish, but I would not. I don't think I could have won. No, I, I, yeah. all of them I weighed the fifteen. Uh, 13 of them I saw eat my bait. Wow. Yeah, that's... Wow. So, well, the big Brandon Belt tournament coming up this weekend at Rayburn. Any advice you want to give those guys uh, to possibly pull in there and, and catch a winning stringer? Um, I mean, I would say focus on those on the drains. I mean, that seemed to be where the big fish were hanging out, um, and things changed as the day went on, and I'm sure 
right now it's warm, but I know there's another cold front coming in. I don't know how much it'll it'll hurt them, but yeah. I'm sure there's more and more starting to pull up a little bit every day. So because that's how it was in the tournament, I'm sure they're going to continue. But I mean, just look for uh, I was targeting from six to typically 12 or 14 feet at the deepest um, was where all my bigger fish were located. And uh, I was on mostly main lake stuff. I mean, mid lake yeah. from like beach up uh, to the canyons is where I stayed. And uh, just looking for any kind of piece of cover or anything different on that drain. Michael, what uh, which kind what kind of jerk bait was you throwing? I threw three different ones. Um, like yeah. I said, I had some that I caught up in like five feet, so I threw a shallower diving one there on fourteen pound line, um, and I threw a spromic stick, and then I had another one that I weighted down to actually get down to some top of some deeper brush piles out there in like fourteen. Okay, got you, got you. Well, Michael, man, we appreciate you, dude. Man, congratulations. Again, awesome finish. Uh, you're starting to make a habit of this, dude. And uh, it's, uh, it's a good feeling to have. And, of course, as you well know, momentum is a huge thing in, in the sport of bass fishing. You've got to feel pretty good going uh, coming up in our neck of the woods here in northeast Louisiana with Candy Lake, Darbone. <laughs> I mean, you got to feel pretty good. It's, it's going to be a little, little different going to Darbone, though, for yeah, yeah. you. Good. Oh, then yeah. you go Compared to Rayburn. <laughs> go from Rayburn to, to Cypress Trees. But, uh, Michael, thanks for coming on, man. Congrats, and uh, good luck this week up in Monroe. Thank you. Appreciate having me on. All right. Michael Neal, uh, MLF Pro. Michael Neal, uh, appreciate Michael coming on. Give us, gave some great advice there, Kevin, yep. for all you guys yep. headed over there to, <laughs> to, to Rayburn this week. And, uh, and, and again, uh, there's one thing he was trying to factor in. The weather's going to change. It's, there's yeah. another front coming, and temperatures are back in the 20s at night. So, you know, those fish like Randy Despino caught, those fish probably going to get pushed back right. out, Kev. Right. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to figure out because it's warm. It's been warm, Steve, these last yeah. two days. Yeah, even at uh, night. Thursday is not. It's going to be warm Wednesday night, Thursday morning, start a tournament. It's going to be warm, but it's going to get colder as the day goes on. So yeah. I don't think Thursday will be affected. It probably won't. Friday, by Saturday. Friday will be a completely different lake. Yes. Because yeah. they're, they're saying up to possibly an inch of rain yeah. on Thursday. Going to muddy up so some creeks. Friday will be a completely different lake. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think Thursday... There's going to be a big bag caught Thursday. No, I, I would I, agree. If, unless the rain just gets torrential, which possibly it is, if the rain breaks a little bit, I think there could be some really big bags yeah. weighed in on Thursday. Friday and Saturday is going to be interesting to see yeah. what happens. Um, but you, you can't you can't win it on Thursday, but you could darn sure lose it if you, you don't get off to a good start. Sure, lose it. Yeah. Yes, you could be in, way in a hole if you if you're not careful. So, all right, well, that's going to wrap up our first segment here. We're going to take another quick break, and uh, when we return, Tater Reynolds will be our second guest on today, talking about his big win at Toledo Bend and uh, the big stringer they has. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. We'll be right back. Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 
The next time you're headed for Toledo Bend or Sam Rayburn, stop by Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. They have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones. Whether your trip calls for bass fishing, white perch tackle, catfish bait, or the ultimate fighting shiners, Keith's Tackle has you covered. Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Bend. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans' insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome back to Tackle Talk Live. I'm Ranger Dower Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with BNM General Manager Kevin Jean, and you're welcome to the second segment here on Tackle Talk Live. This segment's presented by Pride Rods, Keeps to Lead a Bend Tackle, the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, and Lone Star Bass Trail. Kevin, you got any updates on Lone Star? Lone Star Bass Trail had their open series this week. I got the results right here. Uh, And it was on Sunday? Yes, it was on Sunday. Uh, Sunday was tough. Bluebird Skies. Yeah. Uh, First place was John and Birdette. Uh, Last name John and Birdette. Fifth, uh, five fish for thirteen ninety seven. Clint Wade and Stacy Wade had uh, second place five fish, eleven sixty nine. I do know them. Uh, third place newcomer and Alexandra had a, the third place check was 10.73. So, uh, Lone Star Bass Trail Open Tournament. This is going to be their open series. Had a good turnout. Uh, had a really good turnout for their, their first open series tournament. So, make sure to like and follow their Facebook page, Lone Star Bass Trail, uh, for more updates and more tournaments coming up. Guys, they got lots of different types of tournaments. They do the Ironman. They do the MLF-style tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure to like, follow their Facebook page for more updates to come. On the phone with us, uh, Tackle Talk Hotline, we've got Tater Reynolds. And uh, Tater was part of the winning team of Georgine Jr. and himself. And uh, Taylor, y'all, twenty eight ninety five for a good win on Toledo Bend. Tell us about your your day, and uh, did you do a lot of practice for this event? Uh, yes, sir. I've been 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 on Toledo a pretty good bit. Uh, I mean, I went the week of the tournament. I think I was on the water four days uh, besides the tournament day, and then I done good every day. I think the smallest bag I had was eighteen pounds, and I had a twenty one pound bag and another. Two two twenty four pound bags plus you know the the right twenty nine pounds the daily term. So I, I've been doing well on Toledo. Yeah, yeah. So Taylor, and you've been, and I've been I've been following you uh, social media wise. You've been catching these fish for a while. Are they starting to move? Uh, are the fish kind of stage been kind of stage up where they've been for the last month? They're starting to move a little bit. I mean, they're still they're still holding to the shad hard, but I think the shad is, is starting to go up the creeks now, and then they're just they're right behind. Right now, the one question you know, Tater, a lot of guys are are, are listening for. Have you found any grass anywhere? I have not. <laughs> not that we would want the location. We just want to know: Have you found any anywhere? So 
I haven't found any, uh, the past couple of years. I've been seeing a little bit come back in February and March, you know, up shallow. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't, I hadn't seen none this year, you know, in, in, in the past years when the grass did come back. As soon as we get some warmer weather, it would die off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Terry. So let's jump into how you're catching these fish. Now, look. There's some big tournaments finally coming up on Ben. I know you got the BFL this weekend, which I know you're fishing. Uh, you got the BFL next weekend. So anything you don't want to give out, feel free to say, hey, look, I just I don't want to give that up right now. Um, so and, and everybody will completely understand. But kind of jump into how you're catching your fish. I know I know personally you love to throw that A-rig this time of year. Oh, yes, sir. No doubt. Uh, I mean, and that, that's been playing a big factor here recently. And it played a factor the day of the tournament, too. Uh, but yeah, I've been catching on the A-rig, crankbait, uh, and then I have my, you know, I have my dad with me, and uh, he loves to throw a football jig, and that's that's what he caught all almost all his fish that day. So, so y'all weighed in two on a football jig. We weighed in two on a football jig. Yes. What was the other three caught on? If you don't mind saying. Uh, uh, two, two was on A-rig, and one was on a, on a spoon. Okay. Now, Ted, on your, oh, excuse me, on your A-rig. Excuse me. On your A rig, are you a guy that likes to take one of those and make it a different color shad than the rest of them? Yes, sir. Generally, I do. I usually change the middle one to do. Yeah. Do you find you get more strikes on that particular bait? Uh, maybe not more, but it seems like you know every big one that I catch generally that'll be the one he finds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good information. What uh, what how deep how deep of water are we fishing, Tater? Uh, shallowest we probably fish was probably 23, 24, and then, you know, deepest yeah. we fish probably 35. Now, How, we, now are the fish, uh, the fish are just, I mean, you're, and I know you're <laughs> live scoping, you're a live scope guru. Yeah. Uh, I know you're live scoping. Is, is the fish on bottom or are they just off bottom? It, it seems like early, earlier in the day, uh, the fish was on bottom or maybe, you know, no more than two foot off bottom. Right. And as the sun got high later in the day, the fish pulled closer to the surface okay so with the bfl coming up over this weekend you know we got another cold front coming in i think thursday uh what's that gonna do to the fish is it gonna push them back out what's they gonna settle back in the drains what, what, what's your prediction on it i think i think they're gonna stay right where they was this past weekend and maybe this week uh I, i've been i've these past two days, you know, it's been warm, and it's kind of worried me, you know, because I don't, I don't want them to go further in. I, I'd like right. them to stay just where they're at. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You caught 29 pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he don't want them to move. I don't so, blame you. So let's talk about Saturday. 29 pounds. I mean, uh, did this did this take take all day to catch, or it, did it happen first thing that morning? We had, I think if I remember correctly, we had like somewhere 20, around 26 pounds, about 9, 9.30. And that's that's when we left and went to another spot that I've been catching them. And I pulled up there and I called. I think I called another six, and that gave us uh, you know called out a three and a half pounder, and that gave us what we had. So I'm gonna say probably no later than ten thirty we had what we had. Yeah, yeah. In an, in an area or a spot or just running kind of. <laughs> Like, I mean, you said you had the 26 by nine o'clock or whatever. So is that an area? Is that a spot or? Yeah. It's, it's more or less probably just an area. Gotcha. You know, no bigger than a you know, 100-yard stretch or so. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's typical, I would think, this time of year. That's where you, you know, those big fish, they hang together. And when you do find one, usually more there with them. Right. Good so. deal. Tater, you're, fi- you're fishing BFL this weekend, right? <coughs> Are you fishing Brandon yes, Belt? Sir. No, I'm fishing BFL. Okay. Uh, 
I don't blame you there. If I was catching 29 pounds on, on yeah. Toledo, I think I'd fish everything that was coming up yeah, for sure. Sounds sound like you got something good going there. So, and uh, well, well, Tater, man, congratulations. Uh, good luck to you this weekend. Who knows? We might have you on next week. And uh, right. if you catch them again. Now, next week, you got, you got to give up GPS coordinates. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Tater, man. We appreciate it. Tell, tell George I said hello. I will. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Tater Reynolds, uh, part of the team of uh, him and George Jean Jr. And uh, so that's a pretty good little team there, Kev. They're they, they pretty, pretty stout. And, Steve, they do this every year. Pre, pre-spawn, yep. they always catch them. George, uh, George is notorious George has been this doing time this this time of year for 20 years now. And, yep. and Tater has came on the last three or four years with him and, and caught them really well. I think they won a Bass Champs year four last yeah and they won like a texas team show and bass champs like back to back it was yeah so there's no doubt they know where that but but steve this goes back to the quality is there on toledo Bend. oh yeah yeah now they if you a, find them they're there they, this mean. was a small term i think it had like 10 boats in it and <clears throat> or, or or just a little more but 29 pounds second place was 20 yeah and yeah. then then it fell off 13 10 so on and so forth but you had a 28 and a 20 pound bag you know weighed in uh it, now the one question we didn't ask well, which were you north or south of the of the bridge? Oh, he's south of the bridge. Yeah, he's always yeah, south. Yeah, George is south of the bridge. If now, he goes, you're, you're if George goes way. north of the bridge, his boat shuts down. I think him and Harold <laughs> Allen have an agreement. George yeah. is not allowed to go above the bridge, and, and Harold's and Harold not allowed come to south. come south. Yeah, that's probably, so. probably true. <laughs> so you, your predictions? It's going out of Sam McGill, the BFL out of Sam McGill. A lot of you know, last year up north is where everything was won. Yeah. I mean, are we talking yeah. guys running past Circle Drive into the no, refuge up there? No, not yet. It's I don't. Too I early. don't. I don't think yet. In my opinion, yeah. Uh, you know, Matt Losher and Harold Allen last year caught a really good bag up there somewhere. I think they won Bass Champs last year up yeah. there. Um, had a well, really really, really good bag. Is the bushes? Bushes not gonna play. Bushes not gonna play. Bushes not gonna play. But they're. I know Harold catches them, Harold Allen, uh, Glenn Freeman, and those guys. They they catch them around the stumps, moving into the creeks up right. north, right. Uh, pitching Texas rig and pitching some jigs around stumps as those fish are moving into those pockets that warm up the fastest up north. That could definitely be a player. Yeah. Here's the thing about down south: you can catch a 29 pound bag, or you can catch an eight pound bag. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're, you're down south. You might not catch as many, but that is where the quality is at. Yeah. That's where the big ones live. Are brush tops as prevalent on Toledo as they are on Rayburn? No, 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 it's not a big as big. It's not one of those things like on Rayburn. When it's happening, you better be doing it, or you're yeah. not fishing a win. No, exactly Toledo right. Bend it, it is yeah. not necessarily that way. Um, they will get in them, and right now, and you can catch them in them. You catch them, and you win out of them, but it's. It's not like you have to be brush pile fishing like on Sam Raber. Right, right. So, that's, you know, it's going to be interesting this come weekend BFL. I think you're going to have some really good bags. Tater obviously is on them. Um, I think going. I think there'll be a couple really good bags come from up north. I'm Steve, I'm going to predict in the BFL there's going to be three, maybe four bags over 20 pounds. I'm thinking 23 now, to 24 here's to win. The, here's, the, here's the part. What's it going to take to get a check? Uh, BFL, they play, what, 40? Oh, Lord, they might pay 70, depending no, on oh, how many right. they Raven have. Oh, that's right. Raven, they played 70. Yeah, depending on they're uh, not going to have as many because the belt tournament's going to hurt them. Belt tournament's going to hurt them. 12 pounds might get you a check. I would I would think so. Yeah. I think you're going to have I think you're going to have several really big bags, and I think you're going to have a drop-off. Right, uh, and you're going to have a, a bunch of that drop. 14 to 17 group, I, I don't you think. know, Steve. I, I, don't, I don't know if you those bags are there. I think and that's a one-day deal. 
Yeah. The quality's there. I mean, the quality of fish is there. I just, the quantity is not, the, the quantity is, I don't know if it's there for those 13 to 17 pound bags to have a whole bunch of them, like on Rayburn. There's just. If it was warmer. Oh, well, that's a different might story. Be. Yeah. But you're right. With the front coming in, it could really. There's going could, to be several big bags, and then there's, tw- I, I'm going to say 12 pounds gets you a check. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think so, 12 gets you a check. All right. Also coming up, real quick, coming up, uh, of course, Brandon Belt, Kevin will be over there uh, with Justin Cooper. They're fishing together. And uh, looking forward to getting their report next week, how all that went. Hopefully, they'll be the winners. Uh, <laughs> ABA Open Series, East Texas Division, Lake of the Pines this weekend. All you ABA guys in East Texas, get signed up. It's, it's It starts this weekend. If you want to come to Red River next year for the uh, Ray Scott National Championship, you better make sure you're in this first one. Uh, February 12th, Bass Champs, Toledo Bend. Uh, Cypress Bend Park, right? That is for Bass Champs. Bass Champs, Cypress Bend, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cypress Bend Park. Uh, February 10th through the 12th, Toyota Series. So where are they going? Toyota Series or Sam Raber? Sam Raber. 10th through the 12th. 10th through the 12th. So February. You, got, you got Brandon Belt this week, and then you got Toyota Series next week. Yeah. Um, so a lot of those, some of those guys may be fishing Brandon Belt, huh? Uh, can they? Oh, yeah. No, they can't. They can fish that. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, it dead water okay. after no, Sunday no. for Toyota them? Toyota Series does not have dead water. No dead water. Uh, also, February 19th, ABA Open Series again, East Texas Division. They'll have two in the books before we ever start South Texas. <laughs> Lake Palestine over around Tyler, uh, February the 19th. And then February 25th and 26th, the Bass Federation on Red River out of Shreveport. I think you have to already be signed up for that. And uh, But you got to have a co-angler when you sign up. And uh, but that's February 25th and 26th out of Red River Marina on Red River. So, uh, uh Looking forward to that, seeing how those guys do on Red River. I'm actually see the kind of the weights. Of course, you hope the weather's good. Yeah, that'll help. That's going to be the big player. I'm glad it's the end of February. Yeah, glad it's the end of February. Get registered, Bass Cash Bash guys. We talk about this every week yes. at the end of the show. Um, it's especially you guys that are fishing Brandon Belt this weekend on Sam Rayburn. It is live on Sam Rayburn. That reminds me, I have to register. Yeah. So anyway, you uh, if you are not registered yet, make sure to get registered before you fish the tournament this weekend. Um, any tag fish out there is a thousand dollars. If you catch an old tag, there's coolers and other prizes to be won. Uh, win a boat, win a truck, so on and so forth. So yeah. get registered, basscashbash.com. Yep. And uh, again, I am registered. I'm I'm good to go. So I'm I'm looking forward to to uh, hopefully maybe catch him on those tag fish. Uh, also coming up, make sure you register. ABA Open Series again for the East Texas, South Texas guys. You got a little time left. You got another month, I think. But the solo tour kicks off. The solo 150 kicks off mid-March on Texoma. If you haven't signed up for that, make sure you get signed up. And uh, also, the big announcement for you crappie guys. Coming up, April 22nd and 23rd, locks three and four on Red River. The Mr. Crappie Invitational Qualifier uh, will take place on Red River. Uh, It's for the $300,000 championship to be held Uh, on Table Rock Lake in October uh, of this year, 20th and 22nd, in Branson, Missouri. Entry fee is $750. Payout be determined by the total number of teams. 100 teams are considered a full field. Probably won't have no problem with that. No, no. Uh, Payout will be $75,000 for the top 20 teams in each event. Uh, How to qualify, again, for Mr. Crappie, $300,000 invitational. You have to be in the top 25 and the top 30 in each of the 2022 Crappie, Mr. Crappie Invitational Qualifiers, or you can get a sponsor exemption teams from platinum sponsors and gold sponsors. Uh, but once you enter, 
the Mr. Crappie event, the Invitational, you cannot request a refund. So your entry fee, again, $750, must be paid and postmarked by April 1st of 2022. And I have heard that already this event has been uh, considered dead water already. It's, it's already off limits. So if you're looking early. to fish Red River in this event, from what I've gathered, we'll, we'll double check that and make sure, but we're hearing it's already dead water uh, for this event. That's why we're announcing it now and let you know if you're going to fish this, you can't be on Red River. So but anyway, Kevin? I think that does us for today. Make sure you get Bash Cash Bash registered for the Brandon Belt this weekend. <coughs> Good luck to everybody fishing it. Be safe out there on the water. Going to have some crazy weather this week. Uh, going to be cold. Going to be cold for the BFL and Toledo Bend. So I'm ready for some warm weather, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you both. And, uh, again, thank you for tuning us in. Hey, again, if you uh, uh, want to check us out on YouTube, our YouTube channel is just really doing really well. Make sure you click subscribe so you'll get any notifications of upcoming shows that we're doing. And uh, so also check us out on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, podcast. Uh, if you would like to become a member of our sponsorship team, Make sure you message us on Facebook, and Kevin will make sure he gets a packet out to you. We'll return the call. We'll get back with you ASAP and uh, make sure that you have everything you need to be a part of this program. For Kevin Jean, Steve Graff, and James Stanfield, our producer, we thank you for tuning us in. You've been watching Tackle Talk Live. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>